yo, 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 yo. Welcome back to another glorious episode of Ignorant Intelligence. I am your host, Brandon M. Davis. Pause for the applause. Thank you. Thank you. You are far too kind. Could have been anywhere in the world, but you're here with me. And as always, I appreciate that. What's good, y'all? It's crazy out here, man. Um, I don't know if you guys know this person, but he's someone I listen to on the regular. Well, used to, because you can't anymore. My boy Andrew Tate, a.k.a. the Top G. You know, the entire internet canceled this man. I'm not going to get into the details of how that goes. You can look that up yourself. But that had me wondering, because it's just like, the things he says and does can often be labeled as misogynist when you take what he says and what he does out of context. Like me, he often speaks in long-form podcasts, and like him as well, you guys often accuse me of things that are not true because you take what I say completely out of context because you listen to the show for two minutes. You don't hear the well-thought-out verbalization of my words of the point I'm trying to get to, and then you formulate a plot or thought about me, and you just think whatever you want to think about me. And that happened to him, but on a far more grand scale, because, you know, he had, he was like the most Googled person in the world for the last six or seven months. So, he said some things that if you listen in long format for three hours, you'd go, oh, that makes sense. But, as always, people chop up your words, put it in 15-second TikToks with no context, no substance, and then you just, oh, you hate women. Uh, okay, cool, whatever. But it often made me think, like, yo, he a, a large part of his message was accountability for all people. Uh, boys, girls, men, women, gay, straight, black, white, doesn't matter. He just preached accountability. And sometimes that can be a little bit too harsh, okay? Like he, there was a part where he said, well, and out of context, it sounds crazy, but then I really thought about it and you're going to see my point where he was saying, well, women shouldn't be so rapeable. All right, as a, as a quote, like as a headline, that looks crazy. You know what I'm saying? It's just like, oh man, this motherfucker's bugging out. Like I see why they took him off the internet. Cool. And a lot of these things were done on TikTok. Here's the crazy part. He didn't even have a TikTok. So someone else was taking little 15-second clips, 30-second clips, and splicing them together and putting them on TikTok. And he didn't even authorize these things. You know what I'm saying? So they're essentially speaking for him. Anywho, he gets thrown off the internet. And it made me think, I'm like, yo, what are some bad things on the internet that are allowed and are cool and that we preach that as, you know speaking up for yourself and what things are not good for the internet for example you can go on the internet right and twerk on the devil like Lil Nas X was doing you could promote being a hoe you could promote and I'm not even a religious person you could promote everything right that defies the word of God on the internet yo at one point they had ISIS videos <laughs> of beheadings on the internet. I don't know if they're still up there, 
but they were there because I've seen them. I've seen some of the craziest things on YouTube. I've seen some of the craziest things on TikTok, right? TikTok is a greasy place because their algorithm doesn't even give a shit about what you want to see. They promote what they want you to see. Like in China, they promote math problems to go viral. They promote, you know, problem solving to go viral. Here, they promote fucking Ice Spice to go viral. Nothing against Ice Spice, but you know what I'm saying? You see the difference between how they program their youth and how we program our youth? Like, why are we programming our youth that way? Why do they want them programmed that way? To be watching Lil Nas X twerking and Ice Spice singing about being a munch every five seconds. Like, we get it, bro. We get it. Ice Spice, real music. Great. You know what I'm saying? I think these kids would benefit from math as well. You know what I'm saying? So, it's like... There's a lot of chaos going on in the world that's on TikTok, okay? The TikTok was being sued by a woman whose daughter died doing one of their viral challenges, some TikTok challenges. There's so many bad things that have happened to children because of TikTok. But because a guy who basically preaches, yo, be accountable for what you do no matter who you are, they're like, yo, that's dangerous thinking, my boy. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, they don't want you, because if you start being accountable, the whole myth of mental health, right, it starts to, like, dwindle away. Because a lot of times, if you know what you're doing and then you kind of do something about it, you don't really need to sit in a therapist's office. Now, there are people who need true mental help. I'm not getting at those people. Like, there are people who are literally, like, would not survive without certain medications, like if you're schizophrenic or bipolar or, or something, you know what I'm saying? Like you're really diagnosed with something. But people who are just like, bro, my fucking dog died, so I need eight months off to go to Prague and find myself. Bro, it's a dog. You know what I'm saying? Like you got about a day to be sad and, you know, about a week to miss that dog. But bro, you got to get back to what you got to do. Perfect example, perfect example, right? As a guy... We don't have the luxury of being sad like that. I'll give you an example. This is a very personal example about my life, right? Recently, my cousin, a first cousin, like my uncle's son, passed away. He was only 32. Now, because I'm a very hardened individual, I understand how the world works, okay? I knew I only had like a day or two to process this and be upset and be sad and let it out. But then I knew the very next day... I had to get back and do what I had to do. How did I know this? Because I've experienced life. I've dealt with death before. And I know how businesses are. I know how companies are. I know how jobs are. I call my job and say to them, 15 minutes after finding out this information, you know, my cousin passed away. You know what they say to me? Um, unfortunately, we don't give bereavement pay for cousins. Only for like, you know, brothers, sisters, mothers. Cool. Great. Fine. I knew that was going to happen. But after I just said this to them, you know what their follow-up question was? Not, are you okay? Not, do you need a week off? No. They go, uh, so when are you coming back to work? Bruh, I, I just processed my cousin dying. You know what I'm saying? So it's just like, that's how the world works. So you can't say you care about people's mental health and then in the same light talk about when are you coming back to work after they just lost a an immediate family member. You get what I'm saying? So as a man, I realize I don't really have time to have mental health problems. Like, you know what I'm saying? Cause I still got to go to work. I still got to pay rent. I still got bills. 
it's still things I gotta do. You know what I'm saying? You just gotta be like, hey man, tough break. You know what I'm saying? Like, there's always next week. You know that that's that's the world. That's the lens I view the world in. You feel me? So, with that being said, I understand I can come across as a very harsh individual, right? So, something happened recently, and I realized, like, damn, Andrew Tate got ridiculed for blaming women for being raped. Whatever. So, recently, unfortunately, a recording artist rapper, pop star, whatever you want to label him as, named PNB Rock passed away, right? He was sitting at Roscoe's Chicken and Waffle in LA, in not the best neighborhood, and while he's sitting there eating with his girlfriend, wife, fiance, whatever you want to call her, I don't know what their titles were, his significant other, let's just say. Um, Somewhere along the lines... She posted their location. He had jewelry on, blah, blah, blah. Someone had the drop on him. A robber came in, shot and killed him in broad daylight in front of other people and took his jewelry, left. Now, if someone is shot and killed, there's for nothing, just because they were sitting down eating chicken and waffles, you would think people would just say, damn, R.I.P. Incorrect. You know what people's immediate response was? See, bro, you can't be lacking. You can't be posting your location, man. Why you got all this drip on when you eating chicken and waffles with your bitch lacking, man? You see, man, you got you to move more strategic. He should have had security. He should have did this. He should have did that. Da -da -da -da. Whoa, wait a minute. Aren't we the same people that sit around every day on the internet crying like bitches? Stop victim blaming. Stop victim blaming. Yo, this guy just got murdered in front of his girl. And your immediate response was to find what he did wrong? Y'all are bugging. You're bugging. You're bugging the fuck out. So, if you want a guy who's just trying to eat some food and got murdered. To have accountability for his actions. Oh, he shouldn't have been in that sketchy neighborhood. He shouldn't have had his jewelry on. You can say the same thing about a chick who got raped at a party. I'm not saying I think that she deserves to get raped. No, I'm saying you're using the same exact logic. Like if a woman goes to a party full of a bunch of drunk dudes and she shows up in booty shorts and is chilling there and she's the only girl in the room at 2 in the morning around a bunch of drunk, horny guys. I mean, shorty. What do you think's about to happen? Or going to a man's hotel room who's married and you're going up there at three in the morning, what, to play checkers? No, you're going fuck. So it's, you know what I'm saying? That does not mean you deserve to get raped. But by that logic, if you could find fault in a guy who got murdered, a guy who has children, this is someone's father, right? If you could find a flaw and put blame on him for getting murdered because he was quote-unquote lacking with his jewelry on how's that any different than a chick in a miniskirt at a party full of a bunch of a horny dudes drinking and smoking i mean like what do you think they're there for to sing karaoke you know what i'm saying like sure do you out at three in the morning in new york city with a bunch of crazy fucking people and you're riding the mta and you're shocked 
that's some guy whipped his dick out. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, like, you know, like, y'all feel where I'm coming from. Like, I feel like I don't, I, I shouldn't have to explain this to people. Like, I'm really bugging. I'm really bug, bugging right now because I'm trying to understand, like, how y'all could see the fault in PNB Rock. But you don't want to see the fault in a woman that was taken advantage of. Both of these people are victims. They're both victims. So you can't say one is victim blaming and the other one is, motherfucker should have moved smarter. Of course, like, I would not go to the hood with a bunch of jewelry on. Like, I would not do that, all right? I'm not even rich and I move like I'm part of the CIA. Like, if I go with my friends, right, do not, if you take a picture of me, don't post it. Post it when I'm back home. If my girl and I go on vacation, we don't post pictures while we're on vacation. We wait till we're back home. I'll be chilling in my office at work and the rest of the world will think I'm in DR. The only people that don't know I'm not in DR are my coworkers. You know what I'm saying? Like, that's just how I move in general. I'm paranoid. I don't even like going to the movies and posting my tickets because now everybody knows where I'm at for the next two hours. I'm paranoid. I'm from the hood. I seen people get shot. I'm scared. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, I don't have time to be moving. You know what I'm saying? I'm not from the era of telling everyone where you are. I'm from the era of being quiet and then you just show up and people are like, oh, wow, I didn't know you did that. I'm from the, wow, no invite. Yeah, like you find out what I did after the fact. You'll never know where I'm at. Never know. It's only like maybe two people on the planet that know where I'm at in real time. My girl and my sister. That's not including the people that are there with me. But if I'm like out and about somewhere, my girl and my sister, only two people that know where I'm at if you're, if you're not standing right next to me. But, but yeah, my point is accountability is put different on men than it is for women. Give you another example. Say a 30-year-old guy is at a club, bar, lounge, whatever you want to call it. He's sitting there cooling, having a drink, blah, blah, blah. If a girl walks up to the bouncer who is 17 but has a fake ID, hands that bouncer her fake ID, and gets into the club, right? Now, before y'all say 17, yo, you wallet, listen, bro, I take MTA to work. These 17-year-old kids, I don't know what they're eating. They look like grown adults, okay? There's a lot of 17-year-old girls who look like they're 25, okay? There's a lot of times I'll, people are looking like, damn, shorty got a fat ass. And then that green Metro car comes out and you're like, oh, no. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> like, that's the only time green doesn't mean go. Right? So let's just say this 17-year-old girl and her friends, they got on makeup. These chicks be filled out these days. I don't know where they get these asses and these tits from. This shit is crazy, right? So it's easy if you're in a bar and you've already been drinking to be fooled by a 17-year-old girl into thinking that she's like 22. Okay, cool. So... He starts talking to this girl because, you know, 17-year-old girls, they know what they like. They want a real man. You know what I'm saying? They don't have time for little boys. Cool. Great. So she's in the bar with her friends. They're drinking. They may be even smoking weed, sniffing coke in the bathroom. You know, just doing the most, right? And this dude starts talking to her, takes her back to his crib. They fuck. In the midst of all that, they kind of have a, like a little friends with benefit thing going on, booty call thing going on, whatever you want to call it. 
fucking be friends. And let's just say it's like six, seven, eight o'clock at night. And this nigga decides to send her a dick pic, right? And in the midst of all this, she may be at the dinner table and receive it. And her dad may walk by and see her phone and see this man's veiny dick in her phone. And he may be like, what the fuck is this veiny dick doing in your phone? You know what I'm saying? That that is not a 17-year-old dick. That is a grown man dick. How he knows what a grown man dick looks like, I don't know. Maybe it looks like his. I don't know. But the the point is, he sees a dick in his daughter's phone. So now he's going to be like, who the fuck is this guy sending you dick pics to your phone? So now she's got to explain and blah, 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 blah. The truth finally comes out. You know that that guy will be viewed as a rapist for statutory rape and soliciting alcohol to a minor and he took advantage of her. Then the club may get in trouble for her getting past security with a fake ID. A security guard may lose his job. So all I'm hearing in this scenario is a bunch of guys getting in trouble, right? And no one's saying, yo, this greasy bitch just finesse people. You you follow what I'm saying? That's how the world works. Women are innocent until proven guilty. Men are guilty until proven innocent. Like Deshaun Watson. Like, from what I understand, he hired these women to give him massages and then maybe suggested a hand job, and they jerked him off. I'm not seeing a problem with getting my dick jerked. Like, I, I, I'm, like I'm looking at the story and I'm just like, okay, so he had 24 women jerk him off and none of them got found on criminal charges. They're just trying to sue him. So the NFL suspended him for getting his dick jerked off? The fuck going on? Yo, we got owners calling people nigger in emails. We got, we got owners talking about we don't want black people coming to the games and, and all this type of crazy shit, right? And that guy that owns the Phoenix Suns, he gets to keep his job, okay? He only got fined like $10 million or something like that, which is pennies to a billionaire, right? He can make that back in five games, okay? But he's said... Some of the most misogynistic words, race words. He's still allowed to have a Twitter. He's still allowed to have Instagram. But he's a real life racist, a bigot, and a misogynist. But Andrew Tate gets 10 seconds taken from a three-hour podcast. And those 10 seconds get him kicked off the fucking internet. You can't make this up. Yo, recently, I... Like, okay, so my Instagram is a business page, right? I can no longer do business with other collaborators because of a post I made in 2014 that Instagram allowed. So you telling me, you flagging me from shit from eight years ago, bro? Like, there's literally women selling pornography (laughs) on Instagram. And you're... Basically limiting what I can do on Instagram because of a meme about morning sex. These bitches are literally selling sex. Like what? I don't like, bro. This this is this is the problem I have with the way shit is going lately. Like, and but I I get it. So I know how to play the game and like avoid the fuckery really. But for the most, I'm just like, yo, no one else is seeing this bullshit. Like, so you can literally 
come on here and show your whole pussy print, show your ass all day. But, yo, I never forget, I had a picture taken down because I had on gray sweats. And you can see my, you can see, you can see, you know, my dick. And it got taken down. <laughs> like, like, so because you can see my dick print and I wasn't doing anything sexually explicit. Like, I just literally took a picture. And I guess someone reported it. But these chicks will literally have, I'm not complaining about women being half naked. Okay, so just understand. You know, you chicks want to be half naked. Go for it. But I'm just saying, can we get some consistency? You feel me? Like, come on, bro. Like, let me rock out with my cock out if she could show her titties. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's it's ridiculous. It was just people twerking all day. Yo, Ice Spice whole image is sexually explicit. All she does is bend over, shake her ass, and rub her finger on her pussy. <laughs> and that's allowed. But if you start telling the truth about shit or speaking your opinion too freely, you know what I'm saying? Like like Kanye West was literally... Kanye uses his Instagram page like how Instagram stories are supposed to be used. Like he'll make a post for 24 hours and then he'll take it down. It's like, bro, you never heard of Instagram stories? That That's literally what that is, right? Anyway, he goes on there and goes on these truthful rants about Gap, Adidas, and other companies, his ex-wife, Pete Davidson. He just says the truth about things, or just his perspective. And at one point, Instagram suspended him from making posts. But if you want to say Kanye West is a fucking idiot, you're allowed to. Yo, I've had people call me nigger in my own comments right i report the comment they say it didn't violate any community guideline like that's literally hate speech i'm black this person's white and they just call me a nigger and that's cool but if i say me a black guy to another black guy in my comments yo what's good my nigga they flagged me like, yo, I, I, like, yo, I, I really can't make this up. Like, yo, this world is bugged out, man. It's, it's bugged out. Like, it doesn't make sense anymore. Like, they just want stupidity to reign supreme. And anything with common sense or anything that makes people better, they're like, nah, fuck out of here. We ain't got time for that. You know what I mean? Like, we want to sit around and, and cry over Queen Elizabeth. Man, fuck out of here, man. Yo, I've never seen... So many people from across the globe unite over someone's death in my entire life. Like, there was a post that was like, yo, the people of South America, I meant the people of South Africa, um, uh, the West Indies, it was like a couple of other African countries, and uh, the people of like one other country, it was like from all over the world, India, they were like, we unite today to celebrate this old bitch's death. I wish China could be here. And then someone from China goes, oh, we here. I'm glad that bitch is dead. Like, this is, why is she placed in such high regard and everyone hated her? Like, this is the fucking foolery that they they try to teach you. And you know what? They, they taught us to be idiots from childhood, right? I'll give you an example. I know I use Helen Keller all the time. 
they like the fact that they really taught us that let me know like oh we doomed from the start you know what i'm saying like the fact that they taught us y equals ms plus b and pemdas and all this other craziness and argumentative essays like that you don't they don't give you any real skills in school for life they prepare you to be stupid and if you speak out against that matter of fact i'll do you one better I knew it was fuckery when I was in kindergarten and they told me Christopher Columbus discovered America. So I was just like, oh yeah, we doomed. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, everyone knows he didn't discover America. So they prepare you to just ignore like the truth that's right in front of you and they're just like, no, 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 fuck that. Repeat it anyway. We know it's wrong. You know it's wrong. But do it, pussy. Like, that's, that's <laughs> how the world works that's the world you don't have to make sense you just have to do what you are told by certain people who want you to think a certain way like i don't i don't understand like if you like Dwayne wade's son is walking around with a lace front right and he's allowed to you know be a strong man i bet well poor choice of words a strong woman this 13-year-old boy is being a strong woman. If you have two 13-year-old boys box or play football and you post it on Instagram, they try to make it seem like you're the worst dad on earth. Like, we really called LeVar Ball, like, not we, not because I wasn't a part of this. The media really called LeVar Ball a bad father. He got two of his sons into the NBA, right? And at one point, all three of them had scholarships to UCLA. Not a community college, UCLA. Do you know how smart you have to be to go to UCLA? Even if you want to say, oh, they're only there because of basketball. The fact that he got them that far, you know what I'm saying? It, he's not a bad father. So why is he a bad guy, but Dwayne Wade, who allows his kid to be, you know, play make-believe, is a good dad? Why is that? The father who's like a disciplinarian, holds his boys responsible, checks them when they need to, that's the bad dad. But the guy who's like, yeah, my boy can wear, you know, his stepmother's Louboutins. Great father. Like, all right, cool, whatever. I'm not saying one is and one isn't, but I'm saying like, you got to understand, not, every, not everyone's going to fit certain media agendas. I hate to sound like a, a conspiracy theorist, but shit is spooky out here, man. Like, I don't, some days I wake up, I'm just like, yo, this has to be a simulation. Like, what is going on? Like, what the fuck? Like, this is real. Like, this is happening in real time. I don't understand, man. Shit, crazy, man. Like, like, like this is the same queen. I don't want I don't want to say it was specifically her. But this royal family was worried about how black Meghan Markle's baby would be. Like, how, how can I even acknowledge or idolize any individuals that are worried about how black a child would be, but then want to own African countries and West Indian countries that are predominantly black people? Like, so you basically look at us as like, you know, lesser than but you want to have influence over people who look like me in their country. 
Like, all of the jewels that she has were stolen from Africa. Like, that's crazy, man. That's crazy. She killed Princess Diana. She don't like black babies. There was a, a rule implemented that you couldn't work in, um, and what's that stupid ass castle? Buckingham Palace. If you were black or an immigrant, you weren't allowed to do clerical work inside of there. Right? Like, these are some sick people. You have to understand, she took over in 1952. So she had a 70-year run, bro. 70 years. Do you know how racist people were in the 50s? <laughs> like, like, the 50s was not a good time. Okay? Like, the reason why Martin Luther King ended up being such a huge voice is because of the chaos that occurred from the 50s and before. You know what I'm saying? So there, there was no peachy time for people like her. First of all, any type of monarch or, you know, king, queen, anyone that's in a monarchy is an asshole. I'm sorry. Okay? Like, they, they, they ran Princess Diana off the road because she was um fucking with that Muslim dude. You see the, the, what's that, her grandson, the dude that had the kid with Meghan Markle? He's like, man, fuck this family. I'm out, man. Me and his, I love this black pussy. <laughs> so I got a taste of that black pussy and said, fuck all this jewelry. Fuck this castle. Fuck this old bitch. I'm out. <laughs> I want seasoning on my fried chicken, my boy. You know what I'm saying? Like, I don't know, man. I don't know. Like, it just gets to a point where we gotta, you really gotta just say things out loud to really understand it. This has nothing to do with the other, but I knew Kim Kardashian and Pete Davidson would not work out, right? Because if you just say the scenario out loud and don't put names attached to it, you can see, oh yeah, this ain't gonna work. If you just say 28-year-old with no kids gets with a 41-year-old mother of four. Like, just off that alone, you're like, what the fuck is wrong with this dude? Like, that alone makes you know that, okay, this motherfucker's a weirdo. Like, how are you 28 with millions of dollars living in New York or you're, you frequent Hollywood with beautiful women everywhere and your choice is to kick it with a 41-year-old woman with four kids? Man, fuck them kids, man. <laughs> like, like, bro, why you ain't trying to go for Kendall? You know what I'm saying? Or go for motherfucking, um, the mother, Chris. You know what I mean? Like, you're going to take the, I mean, if you're going to get a mother of, of a bunch of kids, at least get something out of it. The mother would have made you famous. Look how famous Corey Gamble became for nothing. <laughs> I don't know what Corey Gamble does besides fuck Chris Jenner. I don't get it. But yeah, you know, it's just, it's just certain things you hear, you know, like, for example, another stupid thing that so people thought I was high when I said this, but I'm just like, no, like, think about how stupid the world is, right? Drake dropped out of high school, but was on a TV show about high school, playing a high school student. This dude don't even go to school, but you, <laughs> like, like, 
what are we what like what are we trying to program people into believing? Like, uh, who signed off on that? And, you know, and I often think like there's a running joke how like black people started hip hop, right? And then now hip hop is owned by predominantly Jewish record labels. You know, that's not a racist thing, that's an actual fact. And how funny is it that now that like the biggest rapper of all time is a Jewish guy from Canada that's allowed to say nigga. <laughs> oh, I think that's like a running joke they probably have at meetings. Like, oh, we're going to take it and then we're going to have one of our own and he's going to say nigga. Like, that, that's like the illest checkmate of all time, man. Like, uh, I don't know, man. I just, I just, I just be venting. I just notice a lot of things like, like Arab dudes come to America, don't drink, but own liquor stores. In the hood, and watch you drink every day. Like if you understand these little clips that I'm saying to you, you'll understand the world. Cuz this is a beautiful world. And now for my favorite part of every episode, Supreme Dickhead. Now, Supreme Dickhead goes to a guy who is eating in McDonald's. Now, it's not the guy you think. Recently, a guy pulled out a hatchet and started bashing tables and windows and other furniture inside of a McDonald's on Delancey. Shout out to LES, the dirtiest place in New York City next to the Bronx. So, he's not getting the supreme dickhead. I like his energy. The funny part is, my man is from the Bronx. I like his energy, right? So... Lately, I've been I've been liking the Bronx energy because the Bronx is one of the last places on God's green earth that just keeps it real. Like you know where you stand when you go to the Bronx. Like when you go to the Bronx, you know what time it is. You don't you 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 move accordingly, and Bronx people bring that energy anywhere. So I'm kind of looking at them in a different light because I respect it. You know what I'm saying? I'm gonna still give y'all slander, but I respect it. You feel me? This dude. I don't know what led to what an altercation occurred. So during that altercation, he ends up getting jumped by three grown men. Now these three grown men hit him with some of the most ineffective, soft-ass, gluten-free punches I have ever seen. They were punching this man in such a terrible fashion that he literally just stood there and shrugged it off while getting snuffed. Like, imagine getting snuffed by six hands at once, and in the middle of that, you just Kanye shrugged the shit like, that's all y'all got, bro? Like, for real? So, you know, they snuffed this man up, and two of them back away, and then there's this one black guy, if you see the video, who was just still talking shit, calling him a pussy, calling him a pussy, calling him a pussy, right? Now, in the midst of this, the reason why this one black guy gets supreme dickhead, because he displayed... His grand level of supreme dickheadism and not having any street smarts by letting this man casually walk away and go into his bag to go get something. Now, any real person from New York City sees someone going in their bag after they just jumped him is getting the fuck away from that person because you already know, I right, this dude got a toolie. <laughs> like, He's about to shoot the shit out of me. It's just like, okay, this dude got a gun. Time for me to run. You know, the man with the gun won. 
That's how it goes in the streets. You cannot box no bullet. There's no problem with being a pussy when someone pulls out a gun, okay? I'll be a pussy, but I'm a pussy that's alive. Fuck that. What does he do? He approaches the man going in his bag to get an unknown object, calling him a pussy. Yeah, yeah, what's up? And in like a total 180 of circumstances, this dude backs out a hatchet. And all of a sudden, all that, yeah, yeah, goes to, no, chill, bro. Like, chill. Like, my man, you should have been left after you got that last snuff in. If me and my, two of my mans jump somebody, we are ghosts because, one, the cops may show up. I'm not going to jail. Never been there. I think, me personally, I think I'm too fly for jail. All right? Y'all know me. Y'all know I'm attractive. Y'all know I'm tall and handsome. I wouldn't last in jail. You feel me? I'm too fly for that. I would have left. <laughs> I'm not sticking around. Everyone in that McDonald's acted like shit was sweet. I'm like, yo, nobody here must be from the towns. Like, y'all must be from Wisconsin. If you think you could just jump somebody and then let them go in their bag and there's no repercussions. Luckily, no one was seriously hurt. No one got chopped up. No one got shot. All right, one dude just got a good bitch slap out the seat because he, he thought shit was sweet and he just got the side of his head clap boy with an open hand just like remember how rick james slapped charlie murphy in that <laughs> in that Chappelle show skit that's how he slapped this man like five fingers to the face just pa you know what i'm saying deservingly so but yeah so the dude i don't know his name fuck him and his name but he's gonna supreme dickhead for not having any street smarts and for trying to be a tough guy, and when shit got real, he turned into a pussy. So he's getting a supreme dickhead. All right? And before I go, people, I need you to realize you are what you focus on. Okay? So focus on positivity. Focus on getting better. Stop focusing on other people. Focus on just things to make life better for you and yours so with that being said it's time to end this episode with a beautiful quote and it goes like this you will find whatever you're looking for really think about that stay black y'all peace